friends, friends, you know? Yeah. Takes a village voice. Yeah. <laughs> I think it does. Well, right oh. now, this man is an island, Ted. <laughs> All right. Well, is the are the island boys ready? <laughs> island boys. <laughs> Cracking boys. <laughs> we score them goals. All right. <laughs> All right, ready to rock. Oh yeah. Ted, we gotta give you the wig. <laughs> the island boys wig. <laughs> Today, you are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Start the starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, the host of the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, in the bottom square, coming live from the biggest studio of all three of us. Guess what? name is Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> He's being facetious because I'm literally in a closet right now. Boys, I'm feeling good. Pump the stock. The podcast. The Myland Boys is back. Let's go. <laughs> podcast boys. <laughs> the podcast boys. <laughs> we're, so, we're like a year late on that. Dude, I was killing that joke when it came out. <laughs> like, me and Sean had to stop because people were like, I've never seen those dudes. I don't know what the F you two are talking about. <laughs> uh, all right, up there in the top left, coming to us live from the desert, Matt Kama, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Man, uh, you know, I just uh, I had something cool to say, I feel like, for this part. But then my Internet went out before we started and I totally lost track of everything that I was thinking. And uh, so getting it done on the hotspot tonight, boys, it's good to see you. I wish I could have the cracking game streaming behind me like I did five minutes before this thing started. Like the Internet. If it makes you feel any better. My internet finally started up and is running, but I have, you could, when you see me look this direction, it's because I'm checking the score, checking the game. So when you hear me, when you hear me scream, like, damn it, we've probably let in a goal. If you hear me scream, fuck yeah, that means we've scored a goal. Okay. It's like a complex system. Could you run it by me again? Which one was (laughs) fuck yeah? (laughs) Just kidding. It's also because I haven't been too loud. Like I've had some people over. But like I've been pretty good, but it's funny. My neighbors, when I they were like, "You don't play drums," and I was like, "I don't," but I do scream a lot at sports. So this is the first like prime time sporting event. They, I was like, "Oh, they can hear me," because the the cracking game tonight is just it's on crack. Oh yeah, just wait for the fall. <laughs> oh, I know. I told him I go straight up, just so you know, like Seahawks and like. Hope Cobb, you guys you... get up early on Sunday. <laughs> That's cricket time, baby. I know Matt has actually the IPL is currently in like uh season. <laughs> Matt's watched the show or uh, Cobb. You've watched a game with Sean and I, right? A game of what football, like Seahawks game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So like, we're not like some people yell the whole game and we're not yellers the whole game, but when something big happens or whatever, it gets loud real quick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys are more like peaks and valleys, which honestly, if your neighbor is trying to take a nap, that's actually worse, I feel. Oh, it's by far worse. <laughs> I've had I've watched sporting events with like girlfriends before, especially soccer. Right? And I could sit at a bar and watch 44 minutes of a half if nothing happens. But when Arsenal or 
Sounders score. And I remember one girl just looked at me. She goes, do you have to scream in my ear? And I was like, you know what? You're not usually like this. I'm being loud, but I think you're being a little bitchy. It's like you've changed. (laughs) That's not not on me. We're at a sports bar. (laughs) She's the one who sucks. Yeah. What do you want me to say, honey? I'm drinking 32 ounce mugs of like Miller Lite. Like it's going to get loud. Yeah. Crushing a Budzilla. What's your problem? What was that movie where he's like, why should I change? She's the one who sucks. You guys remember that? Yeah. I know the line. Oh, no, dude. It's from Office Space when he's talking about uh, Michael Bolton. He's like, why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Yeah. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. That's awesome, Ted. And you know what? Like, where is she now? You know, certainly not dating a sports fan. So maybe you did her a favor. I put her out to pasture. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, first, I don't know what I'm more excited about. Mainly just to rub it in because you guys weren't here. Last weekend was beautiful, boys. Almost 80 degrees on a Saturday. <laughs> you guys are familiar with my buddy, Rob. By the way, Matt, tell your girlfriend. Thanks for uh, for ditching me and standing me up. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Pass hey, that look, along. I don't. I don't want to say I took it personally, and I get it. She's up here visiting family. She said, "Well, me and my sister, and I guess the sister's daughter and her mom, like we're going to uh, see some play or musical." And I was like, "Cool." And I was like, "Bring them." Like Rob has invited his whole neighborhood. Like they don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me. She's like, "Sorry, I didn't make it." And I said. I said it was I was being nice. I was like, it was subdued. There was a lot of kids like ah, it was an awesome time. Uh. <laughs> right. And it was like derby themed, even though the derby is this weekend. So, I mean, uh. my man had deviled eggs, pimento cheese. Oh, let's go. Hush puppies, like fried chicken. Sm- there was pulled pork. Apparently I miss all that. But then, yeah, he made smash burgers. And this is what I like. This is a good friend that knows how to cook. Smash burgers are good. My man could have, like, to me, the, the beauty of the smash burger is you do it on a flat top. Not Rob. He heated up a charcoal grill, then added some wood chips for smoke, then put the skillet in that and made the smash burgers. Ooh, dude, he's a mystery to me. He's like, wow. he's just got like that European sense of class, like about three levels above us, Ted. I'm honestly, I'm happy he hangs out with us. Yeah. Well, nice and I work. told him. I told him too. I go, Cobb, Cobb loves the, the face lotion. And he was like, oh, nice. Glad he's on it now. Oh, yeah. Prorazio. I think that's what it's called. It's like Italian. <laughs> Rob, of course, just fancy as hell. Like in an RV at a music festival, just put some on. I was like, what? What? I was like, put some on me. Like, what is that? I'm, Dude, it's it's amazing. I actually get complimented on the smell of my face now, which never happened. Nice. Before. <laughs> also, Rob and I still so he did legit invite like his like half of his neighborhood. So I didn't realize that some of these people have never been over there. They don't know us. They don't really know Rob and his wife that all that much. But I'm telling you, I have a lot of reasons to know people. But when people go, how do you know? How are you and Rob buddies? I'm like, oh, we've been buddies for a year. How did you meet? Ah, he was my old boxing coach. We met punching each other like it just sets a tone and people are like, oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a fancy chef and he can fight. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, oh, just wait. Some other guys we used to punch in the face will be buddies. And like, you know me, I don't even think about it. I just tell the story. I'm like, yeah, I remember when Damon was bleeding. He's like, we're going to be friends. And like uh, one couple was like, "That is that how, like, is that how guys become friends? I was like, not all guys, just real men. 
I was laying it on thick. Dude, that's awesome. And like, of course, I'm sure like 20 times you got like, so uh, do you live in the neighborhood? Like, no, no, no. Rob and I were in Fight Club together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one guy said he's never told me about that. And I literally said, well, he's not supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it's also strange like right between us three and like Cobb I know you kind of go back and forth you could be a little quieter or more introverted obviously than I am or Matt is but we're we're all pretty good about talking to people and everything but you know like Joe's there like Angel's there you've hung out over there and like I forget some of his neighbors like not everybody is outgoing so like one guy was there and like I tried to talk to him like twice. He didn't barely said a word to me. And then he was when he's leaving, he's like, Well, I'd I'd like to meet, you know, hang out again. And it, I enjoyed our conversation. Just let me know. And he like he leaves. And I look at Rob's wife and I go, What was that? And they're like, We're not like he's nice. They're like, he's just a big introvert. Like it takes him like an hour and a half to warm up and talk to someone. They're like, he really does want to talk to you. He just didn't have it in him today. And I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, that's always so weird to me. Like, it's off-putting right. when you're not getting anything back and you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'll back down. And then they're like, God, best person I met, you know? And you're, you're like, right. whoa. That's, Cobb, isn't right. your brother pretty introverted? Yeah. Yeah, really. yeah, I got it. Most, most, most of my family is, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm kind of the alien. I don't know if it was you or somebody at the, at the popcorn opening. I had a good conversation with them, and I, I told someone, like, yeah, Cobb's brother's cool. They're like, you got him to open up? I was like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like... Dude, that was Ted's mission when he came to my sister's birthday at Red Robin. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to get something out of him. And he got like probably a good two paragraphs. It was impressive. Nice work. Yeah, I mean, I have hung out with him at least a dozen times. It probably took me seven and a half to eight. <laughs> like, now we can chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, Matt, like there was a point in our lives where my brother and I went almost two years without speaking to each other. Like he's wow. a pretty quiet guy. Yeah. Okay. No animosity. <laughs> just like it's it's chill. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what that I would say it? that it was chill on my side. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, glad he was at the party. He was a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in my family, it's the opposite, right? You're around a bunch of Smiths <laughs> yeah, and nobody's talking. Like something is wrong. You yeah, got to pull like, somebody aside. The dog? <laughs> right? Right. Who, right? Like, actually, is the dog dead? Like, what is going on here? God, yeah. That, I know. Seriously, you guys are just like built to entertain. <laughs> like, that's what I love. I, I might have shared this on the cast before, but, you know, there's new listeners, whatever. But um, I love like right before Ted's mom came to town. So she's flying all the way from back east, you know. Um, and like two days before she gets there, I'm like, Ted, man, pumped to meet your mom. Just, you know, cause I don't, didn't know much of his family at that point. Um, now, you know, fortunately I know them all, but he's like, um, he's like, oh yeah, sometimes I just don't like when people meet my mom. I'm like, what do you mean? Thinking he's like kind of embarrassed. He's like, oh, well then they just, you know, they realize that like, I'm not that funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like that she's funny. And I'm like, yeah, wow, that's crazy. And honestly, she is hell funny. <laughs> yeah. You're just more Chris is the son, worst. Dude. I was gonna say my brother's the worst because I always say like he he tell like he tells stories just as good as I do. Like my cousin Tom, I don't know, I I I can tell a better story, but like Chris, my cousin Tom, my cousin Pat, like all the good chop. Yeah, they're all as funny. Yeah, (laughs) excellent chop with Smiths. Yeah, that's why it's tough to date a girl that's funny. I'm like, that's my thing. 
Like, can't you? You get to be hot. Like, you already have an advantage. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, well, would you would you rather date a girl who's funny or not funny? Oh, I'm scared to say this comment because I don't know how it'll come off. But I just, I don't know that I've dated a super funny chick. I've definitely dated girls that were just as outgoing. You know what I mean? Ted, this is your podcast. You don't have to sugarcoat your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we've been we've been pumping it, you know, building it up more on the station and stuff. I don't know who's out here listening. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I will say my first girlfriend was a very uh, outgoing person that everybody likes to her credit. So, I mean, I'm sure she was pretty funny, but like, like I have a mutual friend now that I've only been friends with for about two and a half, maybe three years. And it was very odd. One day we were sitting there and I go. I was blah, blah, blah. Friend. Well, as I mentioned at the start, I'm having yeah. some internet issues. So pardon this technical delay. All right. There we go. So we're sitting here watching the hockey. I got to bring up, besides the fact last weekend was so nice in Seattle, like the Seattle Kraken. Second year, you make the playoffs. You go down and knock out seven games. You knock out the defending champion. Like, man, I was, I've been going crazy for hockey. Yeah. And honestly, the city is like ready for it, you know, and I, I was trying to ask uh, Ted, Matt, before you got back, um, is there been some sort of rule change or something in hockey? Because I know they changed the overtime and whatever, but I feel like all the games I keep hearing about from you guys have been like incredibly high scoring. Like what's going on? Um, I think, you know, I think it's I don't think they uh, if anything, they were. I don't think they made the nets bigger. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think the guys are just made someone can email in if I'm wrong, but they, uh, these guys are bigger and faster, you know, than ever before, you know, a goalie's job these days, you know, even with all the improved equipment is just, it's nuts. So I think, I think then they changed the crease size. Uh, like, I think they like, made the oh, game. that would make a big difference. That was a while ago. I don't know. I mean, yeah. honestly, Cobb, for, like, granted, I'm not the biggest hockey fan, but I've been watching a lot more hockey. I think maybe the players are just getting like bigger, faster, more athletic, better yeah. stick. You know, there's better stick skills. Yeah. Better. I'm equipment. always it's like surprised golf. by how big some of the players are in the NHL. Yeah. They're oh, massive. Monsters. Way bigger than you would think. Yeah. And for how move. light they are on those skates, oh, they move effortlessly. It's <laughs> There's two things that scare me in sports. Well, <laughs> just theoretically, a lot of things in sports scare <laughs> that's me. It. But right, that's it. But like a giant hockey player, then he's on skates is so intimidating. And then you think about like a guy like Randy Johnson, who's like what six 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 seven. Then he's on top of the mound, just firing fastballs at you. Like those are that those that's scary. Yeah, seriously. I thought you were going to go full Florida man on us and be like, it's only two things that scare Ted Smith. Loose <laughs> women and gators. <laughs> gators. <laughs> but no, it's been awesome. And like, if you're up here, like even today, right? Today's game one of the second round. Like I saw so many cracking jerseys. I was rocking a hat. Like, I mean, the, the town's really shown out for these boys. Dude, that's awesome. I love that about Seattle. Like, they get behind a team, you know, like Soto Mojo, Refuse to Lose, like all of those. It's just like, yeah, people get excited. 
Yeah, speaking of Seattle sports, I got to mention the uh, Seahawks in the fifth round drafted an offensive lineman out of the University of Michigan. But, you know, if I'm bringing it up, he also went to a uh, small, private, all-guys high school in the D.C. area. That's right. They got a DeMatha guy in there. Bradford? No, it's uh, – I forget how to say his last name. It's a lot of vowels. Okay. Olu? Went, but, Olu, yeah. He went to Michigan. The center? So that's what I'm saying from go, the University of Michigan, school, but he went to Dematha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, the real question is on his intro, which one does he clam? That'll tell you everything. Ooh. You know how they do call. the little intros and like some guys are like Dematha Catholic. And then, you know, <laughs> other guys are like University of Tennessee or Central Florida. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because he started at the Air Force Academy, then went to Virginia, and then for his senior year went to Michigan. Wow. So he's like been getting better. Like that's like those are both like rank jumps, dude. Virginia's he legit. won the Outland Trophy last year in college football, which is the trophy for the best offensive lineman. Like, forget the Dematha stuff. Like, he's just a stud. Damn, I yeah, that's honestly. I I heard the Seahawks had a bunch of really good draft picks. I didn't look over it, but I heard that they were like crushing it in the draft. I know they took a receiver in the first round, and he's supposed to be an absolute legend. I <laughs> I do think they had a great draft. But also, I agree with a lot of people that are just like, it's the draft. We're not going to know from now. And the Seahawks are the greatest example. What was it, 2013 or 2012? Everybody was like, this is the most like pathetic draft any team's ever had. And that year they draft like, I want to say like, like uh, uh, Bobby, Russell, mm-hmm. and like somebody else. So like, yes, I think they had a good draft, but w- we won't know for a few years from now. Dude, the thing is, one, like that Russell Wilson trade is looking real good right now. And Stupendous. two, I've always said that like Pete Carroll, like one, I love the, his peak at the right time mentality. I quote that in my life all the time. But also, I feel like because he was a college coach for so long, he really and and he watched so many of his players in practice and watched what they went on to in the NFL. I feel like he has a unique insight for recruiting where he really can see people's potential. Like that one guy, I brought it up before, but that guy who like ate himself out of the NHL or NFL, um, that receiver. And then like, you know, Pete talked to him and he's like, hey, we'll bring you on, but just at league minimum. And like, you've got to cut your calories down, blah, 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 blah. And like, he came back and had like two great seasons. You know, it's just like diamond in the rough. We paid nothing for the guy. And so I just feel like, you know, Pete Carroll's recruiting is like his research and recruiting game is pretty tight. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a good time to be a Seattle fan. And also like, let's be honest. We just own the state of Colorado right now. Like, sure. You can have Russell. We'll beat your hockey team. Like we all know your soccer team sucks. Take your fifth yeah, overall now your pick. football team is doomed. Yeah. And then, you know me, because I like to get real mean about it. We also have better weed and better snow, Colorado. Ooh. <laughs> and better software. F you. Right. <laughs> Colorado's got a speed on nature and women, I would say. And beer. Uh beer no, I give beer to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what what do they got? Uh what, what's out of there? Fat tire? Look at that Coors. brewery. All right, Coors, Coors is strong. Coors Latte, ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put no, my toe I put my toes in the water. river at Golden. <laughs> 
Dude, yeah. Honestly, Colorado, cool place, man. I feel like that state and Washington just have a lot to common. You know, like anytime I meet people from Colorado, like they're chill. They're kind of like Washingtonians, but with more sun, you know? Oh, dude, 100%. But for sports purposes, we own them. The hell with them. Place oh, yeah. sucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, also, I will say you can hear it in my voice. I'm like bragging about the weather, but the allergies have come back strong, boys. <laughs> oh, it's like, like I spent all day in the sun, may have had a rosé too many on Saturday night, played soccer Saturday by like sun or Sunday by like Sunday evening. I sounded like a jazz singer. I was like, hey, yeah, yeah what's going on here? Classic <laughs> Ted Smith burning the candle at both ends. Oh, she was a burning cop. She was a burning. That's I honestly I would watch that like uh, what's like the old MTV like day in the life thing. Like I totally would watch that. <laughs> that would be pretty funny i've always i've said this before i've always wanted to put a go uh gopro just on my wrist when i go to like a specifically a sounders game because i know so many sounders people but i think if you just sped it up into a small video it'd be funny to see how many like fist pounds handshakes and beers go in my hand oh yeah yeah or like a chest camp so you're just getting that like you know yeah god that would be good and like just mowing down hot dogs. Like you need it on a game when you're on one too. You know? <laughs> oh, Couple yeah. dogs, five or six beers, hitting slugs, maybe a shot at the house before you roll out. Couple of them. And then it's like, what's that? Like, oh, that's a joint. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh also before we take a break here, real quick, I gotta give a shout out. Cause you know, moved I'm somewhere up north in the suburbs. The Westie. So I've been to the Westie in West Seattle. I always forget they have a second location up here in Roosevelt. What's Matt, the Westie? The Westie is like just a good sports bar. Mm, nice. I want to say one of the owners started out at like the bridge with like our buddy Trevor back in the day. So then like the bridge. So the bridge is one bar in West Seattle, which I love. And then they have a sister bar called the Point in Burien, where, where I go with uh, Sean all the time. So we were walking into the Westie to watch a game, and I said to him, I said, I think the guys that started this used to work at the bridge, because when you walk in here, it'll look very similar. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, just the way, like, the beer board is set up and everything, and it's, like, kind of like Buckley's. Like, it's a yeah. bar, sports bar, but, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, just the food's just better. I got you. Yeah, it's just kind of the formula. Yeah, like, you go to – yeah, and then – and hell, it works, right? They both—they all have two locations. But yeah, like you go to some sports bars and you're like, the food's fine. But you could tell this is just like a bar to slug beers. Mm -hmm. We're like, you could take like, you could take your whole family to the Westie and be very pleased with the meal. Mm, yeah, Ooh. I like, I love a good, a good bar like that. They're like kind of, you're not sure what you're going to get. And then the food's amazing rather than just okay. Yeah. And the dry rub, uh, the lemon pepper wings are solid, but the jerk. Yeah. Shaba, <laughs> jerk chicken ones are good. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back with some emails. What's Matt and in the cop topic? All right. Welcome back. Thank you to all our sponsors. Uh, Matt, don't worry. Same score. Second intermission. Second intermission. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that thought in my head. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> I'm I got you. Well, oh, yeah. If I had like a 
I don't know. I don't want to say 24 hours, but if I if I had a 12 hour, I don't know, I don't know what the hour frame is. Maybe it's 12. But like, I like to operate my sex life like a hockey game. A lot of action in the first period. Intermission. <laughs> right? Yeah. Quick chill. Yeah, well, water water break. Quick shifts. <laughs> right? Maybe get a Gatorade. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe a banana, small snack. And it's like second period. Intermission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, there's a, there are those people out there who just make it a make it a workout slash fight for your life. Good, good for them. Yeah, and then third period, we got to go all in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, my intermissions would probably be like an hour, not 20 minutes. <laughs> this game is headed to overtime. Yeah. <laughs> right. Then after the third period, I just start crushing cores lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, also, you know, uh, for people who are just like wondering about the transition, I always I always say like we have the best talks like when the mics aren't on. In the break, we were talking about Ted's love life right now. And all I'll say are, is things are getting pretty spicy out there in <laughs> Ted land. <laughs> Put him on blast, dude. Whoa. I bet, whoa, that was that was very little information. That's just true. Things are getting spicy, generally speaking. Yeah. How many emails do we have? (laughs) Or just read an email, please. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, perfect transition. The subject of this one is awkward conversations. So I was talking to a friend of mine and I was jokingly telling her I was thinking of selling my DNA to people for about 10K or so. I'm 6'2 and Native American with hunting and land rights. So she texts her husband and he replied asking if 5K is okay. I'm not sure what to do. Moose. All right, run that by me again. Uh, this guy's thinking of selling his DNA uh, to people for about 10K or so. He's a 6'2 Native American with hunting and land rights. So I think those would be inherited by the DNA. So she texts her husband and he replied asking if 5K was okay. I'm not sure what to do. Moose. Ah. Uh, I mean... I'm being dead serious where I say this, Moose, mainly because I'm reading the book on Geronimo, but I feel like you might have to run that by the tribe or like some elders. Because like if they're born in, but they're not actually native, that could be an issue. Like I could sell some Smith, you know, DNA, but it's like, all right, you get to be bald and white. <laughs> Dad, you've been you've been slagging Smith DNA for 25 years around Seattle. Let the man live. Uh, Moose, my advice would be three words, and three words only. Bang the wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mine's not one a, number. Not a DNA expert. My advice is one number, 20K. Nice. Yeah, also. See, that's wa- why he's the CEO right there. Yeah, and watch an episode of Pawn Stars. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just take mm. five. 20K. You got to hit him with like. Dude. Best thing is 24. Thank you, Matt. I was going to say, whatever that final number is, like 7,500, best I can do. Take it or leave it. Okay, we'll write you up. But also, (laughs) okay, give it to Chumley. He'll get you written up. What? (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize we're all Paul Star fans. (laughs) Come on, man. It's a cultural icon. (laughs) I do like on the newer episodes, for some reason, Chumley seems to be tighter with the dad than the actual son. Nice. Well, dude, so his, like, personal life, like, he's balling. Like, Chumbly has, like, a cool life, apparently. I read, like, an article about him, and, like, he's actually killing it in real life. Nice. hmm So, yeah. 
Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. The one thing I think everyone should do before they leave is see the Milky Way and the stars above. Bonus points if you find yourself without light pollution during a meteor shower like the Perseid in August. It's incredible to bear witness to all that space and all those gassy space balls out there. Michelle. I will say the first festival I ever went to, Big Bottom Festival, which was very small, but it was outside of. Uh, I'm not going to think of the t- name of the town now, but kind of Arlington, the, uh, Mount Vernon. No, opposite way. Like go south. And it's like on the back Packwood on the Cowlitz River. It's like on nice. the back side of Rainier. But same thing. We were out there that weekend in August. There was a meteor shower. And like full disclosure, I was having so much fun and enjoying the meteor shower so much. I woke up in the field. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and people were like, hey, Ted. I was like, yeah. And they're like, here's your water bottle. I was like, thanks. Some other guy was like, here's your pipe. And I was like, what happened? They're like, ah, you just kind of. And they just kind of fell out of your pockets during the meteor shower. Like, it was really cool. You loved it. Then you just went to sleep. And we were like, hey, he's in the grass. Let him sleep. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we check in with what's mattening? Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Check out with what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, what's good? What's mattening? Whoa. Check out with what's mattening. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Um, One time I tried to watch a meteor shower on mushrooms, and that was also great. But I was just, I couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. Um, more recently. Matt, have you seen Golf Adjacent? Country Club Adjacent? Country Club of J- Yeah, you the acid the versus acid. mushrooms round. Yeah. yeah. So, Cobb, it's a foursome. Two of them do acid. Two of them do mushrooms. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen part two yet, but uh, part one was hilarious. Um, I don't know if I said it on the cast, but I was high on acid when I got my first eagle playing golf. I'll just throw that out just in retrospect. Dude, your first eagle? Yeah. That's Dude, stuff like that happens to people. Like, there's the guy who pitched the perfect game. I, uh, I've bowled, I think it was five strikes in a row and like, I couldn't miss, like, I, I hear you, dude. Yes. Yeah. Weird stuff happens in those States. I have seen a, uh, a mutual friend of ours that I'll leave, leave nameless just say they were on a psychedelic and, uh, you've never seen anybody play pop a shot like this. <laughs> Like it, it was. It was just like, like the machine was like crazy, like making we're like new record, like ding, ding, ding. And it like looked over, and it was like, uh, like when Floyd Mayweather looks away and he still does his drills, and he's like, I can't miss, and he's like not even looking. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you just people are tapping into something else, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trying to play ping pong and like can't even focus on a ball. He's over there just getting a fifty piece. Yeah, just like the speed bag, but yeah, I just pump it. Just boom, boom, boom. That's awesome. All right, sorry. Go ahead. So good. Um, yeah. This this weekend. That's awesome too. So dumb, but like, why were you even in an arcade? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. 
yeah, we were definitely. roaming a city and we yeah. just were trying to kill time. And- uh, I hear you, brother. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, let's see. I uh, I watched the draft. I was really excited for the draft this year. Have a number five overall. I just got really sucked in in the month, like last month of the draft hype and uh you know the seahawks like shocked me but i believe in them again you know uh taking a corner to pair up with woolen will just be like wild it's legion of boom 2.0 it's exciting so um that was fun and then saturday i saw steel panther once again that might be like my sixth time seventh time seeing them um yeah that was a lot of fun they're playing the local casino uh, getting up ready for like it's like a warm up date for a European tour they're about to do. So, um, you know they they're amazing live. They're just such pros. Like they're hilarious, but like you see them live, they're so tight musically. They're so good with the stage banter and yeah, Steel Panthers just the best. Um, I will say side note: if you've only seen him, as we had him at Pain in the Grass. But like, if you've only seen him at Pain in the Grass, like during the day, like go see him do a casino, or like a showbox soto. Like seeing those guys like in a enclosed, like you know what I mean. Like it's just a they they. You're right. They pull it off. It's so awesome. I feel like people didn't get to see him in all their justice. Yeah. During like a daytime set at like five in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough slot. No matter who you are, I wasn't. I didn't even yeah. see him there. But I'm sure. I'm sure they killed it. But yeah, you just see them when they're their headline and it's it's a real party so uh that was a lot of fun and then i played roulette for like a half hour and just broke even i was up for a little bit but i felt like i haven't even played that long and so i'll just you know we'll just ride it out but i was determined to win money on one of the numbers from one of the new draft picks because when i saw the picture of them both i was like 21 and 11 are both on the roulette board like i'm going to the casino this weekend um i don't gamble with a ton of money when i do it and i don't gamble that often but i definitely like see how gambling addiction can just take over like oh it's fun Especially like roulette and craps. I'm with you. Like I rarely gamble, but those are the two I like. It's fun. Always Seahawks and Kings players numbers. That's my only system. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was great. Uh, Last night uh, I drove up to uh, Pioneer Town, which is um, this like little mountain town up in the high desert. Um, There's this place called Pappy and Harriet's. It's pretty legendary. They've had a lot of really cool bands. Um, you know, big bands. Paul McCartney was the biggest before Desert Trip. He went up there and played a set. Um, nice. It was super Sorry. legendary. Um, and yeah, uh, the high desert's awesome. It's a weird place, but it's super cool. Um, you know, uh, I've talked about it before. That's where like that UFO dome with the sound bath was. Um, you know, there's just some some characters up there. Um but uh, I went and saw Steel Beans, who's a Seattle band that I that I knew of back in the day. I didn't actually get to know Jeremy, um, but I talked to him last night for a while. Um, but he's the guy like maybe you've seen the viral video of him. You don't know his band Steel Beans, but he like blew up like hundreds of millions of views in like October of last year because he 
uh he plays drums and guitar and sings all at the same time and he looks like like a young ron jeremy and i think he was in like a robe in the video that just like took off and just became a meme overnight and nice. yeah it was cool talking to him and like asking what that was like you know <laughs> it's like dude my phone just didn't stop for an entire week like it was cra- every time i'd go into social media it was like a hundred plus like they just say a hundred plus on all of them when you get that high up there and yeah uh he put on killer set though he's super talented obviously and uh really really funny and so yeah i just saw a couple badass artists that start their uh name with the word steel uh nice <laughs> if you put steel in the name matt's going yeah yeah and then nfl draft and nhl playoffs are you kidding me this has just been yeah it's an awesome weekend played a couple rounds of golf so yeah living it up while uh while tyler's not here you know making the most of this little bachelor streak i got and uh yeah it was fun yeah i'm like look it's not a bad thing and i think this is for men and women but you know when you've been in a committed relationship for a while like it's like wow what's he gonna do go crazy like it's just kind of nice to roam alone oh yeah trust me dude i got a week coming up and i'm hyped yeah. I don't feel bad about saying that. I mean, my girlfriend knows that, you know, it's just oh. nice. Like, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to like eat pizza and just like, you know, be on the main couch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's like a famous line from one of our friends just said when I moved into my own first place for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> dude, by the way, I have you know, I stole this from you. I can't remember which one of you it was, but catch a beat. Oh, yeah. Catch a beat. Yeah, and I, I think That's I even said beat. it on the men's room the other day. Somebody's like, ah, I need some advice, like going through this and that. And I was like, God, you know, you got to freeze like Saturday night, like get home early, take a long shower, like catch a beat, like chill out, man. Yeah, get exactly. Back like, to center. This buddy, this girl's all over the place. You got to crank down and reassess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one I love is crank it down. <laughs> Oh, all right. I think it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right. So tangentially related to Cranky Down, I guess. Um, I've been uh in the market. Okay. So now I'm like 36. I'm honestly just, you know, I'm just not fashionable or cool anymore. And uh, you know, it starts to hit you. Like when you look in the mirror and you're just like, wow, I'm just another guy with a dad bod in a white t-shirt, you know, like I just look sweaty and kind of not that fun. And so I was like, okay, like I need to get back. You're still pretty fashionable. Don't worry, Ted. The self-esteem's okay. I just, look, around our building, like everyone, like I was saying before, this cast is just like ridiculously good looking. It's like friggin' Zoolander out here. Anyway, so um, uh, so I was just like, all right, like I got to up my fashion game a little bit. Like, what should I do? Um, And so I was thinking about like getting these, I don't know, whatever, shirts, like bracelets, et cetera. It doesn't really matter. Anyway. It got me thinking, what is the sluttiest thing a man can wear? Feel free to email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com. We'll read it on the air. Yes, we get few enough that your voice will likely be heard. Um, Yeah, what's the sluttiest thing a man can wear? Boys? Uh, Gray sweatpants? (laughs) Oh, the print. Nice. Nice. Uh, I mean... Trying to think. I mean, like the shorter shorts are in fashion now. 
So, I mean, I, I rock a seven inseam. I, I got groped pretty hard the one time I wore yoga pants out. I found some mm-hmm. like cool, like wild ones The yoga pants and leg hair don't mix that well, as it turns out. I found them very annoying. It didn't wear them again, but I wore them to a show at a great establishment um, that I love, but I don't want to put them on. I, I wouldn't be like, because I was like legitimately like groped like eight times, like front and back. You know what I mean? Like a lot of, lot of ass grabs, a lot of unsolicited ass grabs and a few in the front. Um, oh, men or women? Both. It was both. just a free for all. It was literally like I was a piece of meat, Ted. Um, but it was, uh, that was quite an experience. I mean, obviously I don't care. I mean, I've, I've talked about on this podcast, how I, you know, I was known for my my large testicles in high school and, you know, had to prove it a few times in some. <laughs> well, I mean, look, in your defense, I'll say the venue was the Men's Room Red Festival. But another friend of ours uh, who cooks very good barbecue, I'll leave his name out of it. But he was I'd just say dressed provocatively as like a woman. And he said the same thing. He was like, I can't get over how touchy and grabby dudes are. And he's like. I don't even think they were like gay, but people kept touching me. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah. that's why it's such a big deal. Like, don't touch people. Yeah, the uh, it, it was wild. Uh, it was actually at Tony V's. Like I said, I had a great time. I didn't care, but <laughs> go see the men's room world tour there whenever that is. And where are your butt huggers? <laughs> uh, it's Sunday from three to six. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Get consent before you touch people. You know, unless it's Mike, I've been telling because last week Mike wasn't in town. So I was running the board and I was like, oh, you could touch Mike. He likes it when you touch him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Especially if you don't introduce yourself first. That's his favorite. (laughs) I don't know. That is kind of a weird question because it's like I get why you're asking it because it's like, like, dudes, we're just lucky. Even if you're out of shape or whatever, you can just walk around shirtless. It's like, yeah, whatever. I've been wearing a lot of unbuttoned Hawaiian shirts like out. Like not even any buttons, just wow, a desert lifestyle. This this is the desert, like, and it it makes sense for you professionally. I mean, like showing off the abs, like that's just more clients. Like it's a win-win, right? Right, exactly. Your body is your billboard, you know, in some ways. Yep, absolutely. No, it's hundred percent. It's not why I do it. It's just comfort, and uh, you know, really leaning into into the lifestyle down here. But I mean, it sounds like you're talking about something else, but I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I think there's a lot of that in Palm Springs. (laughs) Oh, I bet they'd love me down there. (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Do you come and visit? I'll just, just the two of us. I'll just show you arenas road. We'll have a great time. Oh yeah. Me just in my chubbies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look at these two coming. It's a big bear and his his yoked up twink. Yeah. Oh boys, I was talking about I was talking about quote unquote the lifestyle. I was talking about swingers. Oh. Oh. But both in Palm Springs. Yeah. It's a wild you know place. Just sign me up. All the twenty twenty three Palm Springs Ted Smith fest. And you gotta yeah. wear something slutty, Ted. <laughs> That's the that's why we need to know. So email us what's the sluttiest thing a man can wear. And if you're picturing Ted, what you think of this, that's okay. It's preferred. Yeah, preferred. <laughs> it's corporate optional. 
Oh, all right. <laughs> for MCTV, for Cobb, I'm the Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.